tuning in. My name is Clarence Ndebisi, and on today's podcast, we will be addressing the issues surrounding water, sanitation, and hygiene in Nigeria. To begin, I want each of you listeners to think about something. When was the last time you needed to use the bathroom, but you had no access to one? When was the last time that you were in a house that had no toilets at all? How many times in the past month have you had to defecate in a public place? How many times in the past year? How many in your lifetime? For many of you, I expect your answer is never. Unfortunately, this is the reality for one in four Nigerians, about 47 million people, according to the World Health Organization and UNICEF. Open defecation in Nigeria is a more or less common occurrence. Nigeria ranks among the world nations with the highest number of people practicing open defecation. Over 50% of households in Nigeria don't even have a toilet. Open defecation is a key contributor to the much larger issue of water, sanitation, and hygiene inadequacies, also abbreviated as WASH inadequacies which plague Nigeria to this day. A 2018 WASH report found that access to basic WASH services in Nigeria stood at only 11%, and only 16% of schools and 6% of health facilities have access to basic water and sanitation services. 51 million people depend entirely on unsafe water sources such as rivers and ponds, and more than 167 million households do not have access to hand-washing facilities. Take a moment to think about how concerning all of this is especially in light of the current coronavirus pandemic that has placed such heavy emphasis on the necessity of sanitation and hygiene. The severity of this problem is self-evident. Water, sanitation, and hygiene inadequacies are among the highest risk factors for death and disability in Nigeria, second only to malnutrition. Many of the top causes of death and disability, such as diarrheal diseases, malaria, and respiratory tract infections, are directly exacerbated by wash inadequacies. Wash is also a risk factor for sexual assaults and violence, as women may need to leave their homes at night to defecate or collect water from nearby rivers. These are all preventable problems that debilitate children and adults of all ages, so it cannot be stressed enough how vital it is that good hygiene, proper sanitation, and access to clean water be improved. So the question remains, what is being done and what should be done? Let's discuss for a minute the structural and social determinants that contribute to the health inequalities we are seeing in Nigeria. Education on how proper hygiene and sanitation impact the body helps ensure proper hygienic practices, making education a core structural determinant. However, the average years of schooling in Nigeria stands at only 6.7 years. Economic standing is a similarly important structural determinant, as those in lower socioeconomic positions cannot afford toilets or proper hygienic care. Yet just under 50% of the Nigerian population lives in multidimensional poverty. Poor education and high poverty levels negatively contribute to social determinants, such as living and working conditions, food access, and housing, which all factor into WASH inadequacies. Past efforts towards reducing inadequacies in WASH include the Water Sanitation Policy Draft in 2004, which was not approved but brought attention towards issues of open defecation and making sanitation an important component of the social sector. Further efforts included scaling up rural sanitation and hygiene through federal policies that set a goal of installing 1 million household latrines annually between 2008 and 2015. All of these efforts have led to the Ministry of Water Resources' current initiative, ending open defecation by 2025. The plan involves providing equitable water, sanitation, and hygiene services through collaborations between communities and the federal government. Unfortunately, this most recent endeavor is off to a slow start, with only 38 out of 774 local government areas presently certified as free of open defecation. The federal government plans on financing around 25% of the cost towards ending open defecation, amounting to around 570 million U.S. dollars. The other 75% must come from Nigerian households, 
but with almost 50% of the country living in poverty, this is not a simple task. To end open defecation by 2025, 2 million toilets must be built every year, but the country is currently only delivering about 100,000 latrines annually. Resolving wash inadequacies goes beyond simply educating people on the merits of sanitation and the implications of poor hygiene. The Nigerian government must be spurred to action and put the sanitation services and appropriate facilities in place to allow communities to carry out proper hygiene. More federal funding must be directed not only towards the WASH initiative, but towards reducing the structural determinants of poverty and low education that exacerbate WASH inadequacies indirectly. Concurrently, community behaviors must be adapted to align with federal efforts through mass media campaigns and incentives for compliance with guidelines. These efforts will take a significant amount of time and resources, but the payoff for properly diminishing such a pervasive and complex risk factor will bring immeasurable economic and health advantages for Nigerian communities. I hope that this episode motivated all of you listeners, including Nigerian policymakers, to care more and double down on efforts to improve the state of water, sanitation, and hygiene in Nigeria. I thank you all for tuning in. This has been Clarence Ndebisi, signing off. Ooh, so-